you can. It's podcast. It's like radio. You, you can't just what? Yeah, you can. Hello and welcome to oh God, here we go. Spring episode number twelve by popular demand. We've got Aaron Atide back on the podcast. What's up, Aaron? Hey guys, thank you for having me back. It's uh, it was very nice to see the very positive. Happy that you're here. Thank you Thank so much you. to everyone. If you haven't seen the tweets about it, the sound bites that people have been uploading on their own Twitters and Instagrams, you can check it out with the hashtag Adulting with Joy Spring. The episodes, the topics that we tackled were how to deal with quarter life crisis yes. and the other one was the other one was how to introduce your new bae to your old friends just like the title that I yeah. thought of yeah she it's asked okay. me she texted me she was like hey I need a title I was like hmm then I went back to sleep yep yeah, so I just uploaded it with whatever yeah. came to my mind. And she was good with it. She was hey, good. Hey, thanks, Bartz. Um, And a lot of people also mentioned that you guys miss us on radio. So we figured out that maybe we'll be doing this more often, yeah. the podcast together. And if you have topics that you'd like for us to do on the podcast. Definitely. Especially now that we've got a boy and a girl perspective. Yes. Although sometimes I think more of a, like a boy. And I think more like a girl. <laughs> so there's still balance, yes. at least. Right? Um, you, you, you can send us those... Um, Topics through our Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is, at Erin Atide for Erin mm-hmm. and... And at Joy Spring for her, uh, obviously, if you are listening to this. You probably already know that, <laughs> but yes, in case you're here because of me, what? Go, yes. yes, go check her out, at Joy Spring. Who could possibly be here because of you? Hmm, maybe someone that you randomly went out <laughs> on a date with. Uh, see, uh, we can segue anything uh, that we want if you really if you really think about it. Yeah, it was... Oh, uh, okay, yeah, so uh, a, a little bit of a background. Aaron has been single for... Well, based on uh, the rumor that's going around now, three years. Three years. Three years. You've been single three for three years. Um, and it's been... Uh, I, I, I don't go on dates. It's really not my thing. I don't uh, really do that. A lot of people might look at me and be like, oh, he must be dating a lot of girls. I really don't. Okay. I really don't. False assumptions. Let's yes. talk about false assumptions first and foremost. A lot of people think that Aaron is a player. No. That he likes going out with random girls. No. That he's mahangin or that he's boisterous. He's really not. I'm really not. I'm shy. I have really, really bad anxiety, and I'd rather stay at home with my Netflix or playing Apex Legends. And That's kind of so what I do. So bad with girls. <laughs> so bad. What's uh, wrong with me? So the first thing that he told me when he got to my apartment now was first, your place kind of smells like pee. I think Bowie peed on your couch. <laughs> yes. She was like, "Where's the pee coming from? The couch." It's the and couch. it was there. And second is that you went out on a date. So tell us more about this. What is it like to go out on a date after so many months or years of being single? It's very um, intimidating because I, I assume that other people are dating more than I am. This is true. So I kind of had to figure out what it's like again to do it. Like I had to go deep into my, my bag of... Okay, what are the topics of conversation that you're supposed to use when you're on a date? Like, uh-huh. what is too, what is not too abrasive to discuss on the first date? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it obviously it's a little bit different now. There's a lot of different conversations than three years ago, like two, three years ago. So um, it's it was interesting to say the least. It was fun. Um, 
Uh, will I do it again? Probably. Uh, with the same person? Maybe. Oh, Who knows? we're talking Who knows? about a second date. Hey, why not? I mean, you went on a second date. Look at you now. I literally had no other choice because we see each other every day. <laughs> see, I need one of those. I need one of those. Kasi parang, wala ka girl. Tanggapin mo na lang. Ito na siya Ito na yun eh. Ito na yun. Wala ka magagawa. Just embrace it. Yeah, and you know, it was... It was okay. I just think it's a little bit different, I guess, nowadays. And dating somebody that is uh, younger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was... Usually I date people that are around my age. Yeah. Um, so this was the first time I dated somebody that was relatively younger than me. So it was, it was fun. It was different. And yet at the same time, uh, a little, again, intimidating. That's good. But, you know, I think with anything, like how I feel now, it's just it's just that initial feeling of unease mm-hmm. like I'm not sure if I want to do this if I want to push through with this I don't want to get hurt again I don't want to invest on someone again and then get hurt again but once you actually take that leap of faith and then it turns out to be the right person like in my case ah. <laughs> it turns out well so today we're going to be talking about something related to that it's all about relationship okay. and not just necessarily romantic relationships but really kind of figuring out how to spot a sincere relationship uh-huh. from a fake one. Ah, yes. So our topic for today, because Aaron apparently is the one with more wisdom here, oh. was um, it was from him. So we thought about doing, he thought about doing fake friends. Fake friends. Because okay. it is uh, something that a lot of people are actually reacting to in the last time, uh, last thing that we discussed. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's something that a lot of people have problems with because... You want to be able to look at your friends and and really say, okay, these are the people that really support me. And mm-hmm. uh, it was something that I tweeted actually um, last. It was during this last week where I said, uh, if your closest friends aren't your biggest um, supporters and cheerleaders, then those are not your real friends. Mm. And it it just really got me thinking and got me internalizing about who I have around my circle. And who I I trust and who I look at as friends and really internalize that. And then the ones that I kind of thought weren't real friends but really are. You really just need to weed out and see which ones are real and not. Alright, so this is Adulting with Joy Spring, episode number 12 with Aaron Atide. Hello. Entitled, Dealing with Fake Friends. Record. And bam. Okay. okay so when Aaron said that we should do a topic on... Dealing with fake friends, mm-hmm. my first reaction was, I don't think I have a lot of fake friends, eh? Nah, see... Okay, but I'm gonna tell you why okay. I feel that way. I feel like I don't have fake friends because my friends, my circle of friends, are people from way back. I yes. said, you know Faith, my best yes. friend since I was nine. Hannah, my best friend since I was in high school. Mika, all of these people. I keep a close group of friends and I don't really... I've, I haven't really experienced... You betrayal yes. from friends. So mm-hmm. that's why I would assume that I don't have fake friends. But obviously a lot of us a lot a lot of people many people <laughs> A lot of us have dealt with these kinds of relationships. Yes. So tell me, how do you know that you're dealing with a fake friend and and then we'll go from that? And you know, th- this is not just fake friends, it's also fake relationships, relationships. Yes. Um, whether you you see something that could be a red flag that mm-hmm. people might be using you more than what you're supposed to do as a so friend. Looser. Parang ganon. Mm-hmm. Something that they get 
they get something out of you more than just the f- they're there not for the friendship. They're there for the perks of the friendship. Ooh, nice one. Nice. Fake friends are people who are there not just for the friendship, but more for the perks yes. of the friendship. Be- and because we are a certain way when we are friends with people. Like, for okay. instance, um, for some people, they are very generous. Uh-huh. So, a lot of people like to stick around with them because they get free food or free stuff and stuff like that. Free Or like when they go out, oh, sige magpapainom si ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. Sama natin siya. Or, yes. Okay. But the thing is, is that the problem of the friends that they lean on that as that, like for instance, you are that way, uh-huh. that they lean on you that way? Or is that something that should be internal? That you shouldn't be that way. Okay, so so tell me, have you experienced actually having fake friends? Uh, I've, of course, of course. <gasps> I mean, you know how many people text me when there's a PBA finals? Ooh. Hey, like, you, hey, how many? You, hey, bro, Mustafa, <laughs> me ticket ka ba? Or like when LeBron came here or Kobe, and hey, bro, long time. Baka useless lang talaga. Alam nila wala sila makuwang kahit ano. First of all, I'm stingy with money. That Second is true. of all, I'm not gonna give you free tickets because if you want to watch the show, you should be able to that buy tickets for yourself. And third of all, because I'm kind of close with my circle. Of yeah, friends. and I think that you figured it out early. Okay, yeah. That's I mean, true. we all have a certain area in, in time in our lives where, like we were talking about in the last episode, where you weed out people that are not your friends and uh-huh. you make your your circle as small as possible. So I, what I want you to do right now is think back to before you realized all of this, before you made your circle small. Ah, uh, that's right, Dr. Phil. That's right. Right? <laughs> I mean, now you've already done it. You were blessed, and we've talked about this before, that you you know, you know, had to grow up. Or uh-huh. You had to you know mature faster, and this is part of maturing. Mm-hmm. This is part of adulting. Where you're like, okay, I don't need... This person doesn't add value to my life. Yeah. So it's... This person actually adds more drama to my mm-hmm. life. And, you know, so we needed to get that out. So look back to when that was. Yeah. I think... Um, I now, now, just thinking about it, I had fake friends when I was in college, uh-huh. maybe. And when I was starting out in show business. Because... After when it became really difficult for me when I started to have um, a lot of problems, especially when problems with my family or with my career came up or wala akong pera bigla, biglang nagdi-disappear yung mga tao. So, I think you know that you you don't have a sincere relationship with this person or they're not there for the friendship, they're just there for the perks. Mm -hmm. Um, When they start to disappear, when the going gets tough. Yes. I think that's an easy way to spot it. I think that that is the easiest kind of friend to see yeah. that that is fake and you're gonna be like okay this person if this person is doesn't want to be here when I'm going through hard times then that's fine but then that there's another kind that um, that this was the one that got me thinking over the weekend that is even worse than that okay. it's the f- the hater that is disguising themselves as a friend oh my god try and think about that right now Okay, you know that there there are people that deba, deba. There are people that will, you know, they'll still they're right there. You know, they'll they'll 
still be following you on Instagram. Hey, ang ganda mo, girl. But behind your back, you know, you're, they're talking so much trash about you. And the reason why they are friends with you is because they want to see and be up close with any potential failures that you might have. Mm. No, 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 no. It, it was something that I was just like, I think it was me realizing that there were some people that were, you know, like front and center when, when I was, was, you know, on my, when I was, with well, this past year has been very good to me. So when I was on my way up and I was doing very well, they were, sincere and mm. you could you could tell that they were there uh you know cheering cheering you on and and now that it's kind of coasting and i think i've i've reached a certain like level of comfort yeah it's not there anymore uh, so i'm like okay what happened like w- yeah. where is it and then you see them posting and all that with people that are more popular so mm. to say so it's like okay you were there for what reason and now you're not there anymore. Parang oh, I get that. I get that. I actually, I've experienced that. I'm kind of experiencing that now. I feel like. Kasi okay. there's this person that keeps sliding into my DM. As in supposedly girlfriend ko okay. from from work. And every time I upload something that's want show related or work related as in grab a girl, grab your schedule or blah, 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 blah. And we're, we, she doesn't really like care about what I'm doing but she always has this medyo snidey backhanded ah, compliments every time whenever whenever something big comes up mm. like wow ha iba, iba ka na girl yes. parang ibang level ka na ganyan parang medyo may konting level of sarcasm mm. I think that kind of would translate into office situations yes. or college yeah, especially co- college I think especially yeah. college if you encounter a lot of people who don't really care much about the process yes. in which you are trying to figure yourself out or trying to create your craft or trying to grow but they're really just focused on kind of like playing on your highlights uh-huh. na parang wow wow galing mo ay baka nagirla parang oy, sikat ka yeah gets. yeah does that make sense yeah it, it really really does and i i agree with you with that because that is their their way of Kind of putting their negativity out at you, but uh-huh. not being completely negative about it. It's com- yeah. it's the most passive aggressive way uh-huh. of doing it. That they need to like say something because of their, I guess, their insecurities, mm-hmm. and that is the way that they do it so that they don't. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, maybe uh, most um, most fake friends, if not all the fake friends. Are you nga passive aggressive? Hindi sila agro kasi ng mga yes. tao. So they wouldn't know how to really just hate on you. Yes. Unless they make like an anonymous Instagram account and start crapping all over your and, comment section. And that's why the topic is not how to deal with enemies. It's yeah. how to deal with fake friends. Okay, so let's go to that. Now okay. that we've kind of you know, encapsulated what mm. a fake friend might look yes. like, what it might look like in your life, in, in our lives, mm-hmm. in, in our setting also. How do you deal with it? Especially okay. these are people that you work with mm-hmm. on a daily basis. You can't really confront them because yes. first of all, if you tell them na, alam mo, fake ka, masyado kang sarcastic or masyado backhanded yung compliment mo, you, they can literally just say, feeling ka lang, no? Talagang yes. supportive ako. Oh, yun. Oh. So the way that I, I kind of internalized it and the way that I was looking at it is that Whenever you're dealing with something like this, all whether it's in your relationship with someone 
or your relationship with some friends, mm-hmm. you should always deal with it first with curiosity before judgment. Curiosity. Quotable quotes get the Curiosity before judgment. If I may add, with any complicated situation, yes. whether it is you think this friend is fake, whether you're you think that your partner is cheating on you wow. or is no or is, it, that okay, is true. Yes. Or is texting yes. another person, whether you think that your boss will never give you that promotion and mm. he just wants to keep using your talent to get credit on his own. Oh, that happens. It happens talaga. You have to first deal with it. With curiosity before judgment. Because you have to try and understand why that person is that way. You can't control how they are. So instead of first becoming, you know, taking their passive aggressiveness and being aggro-aggressive with it, be curious. Why Why are they this way? Why are they jealous? Or why are you feeling this way? Maybe mm. it's just you. Maybe it's your anxiety that's just trying to, you know, beat you down. Yeah. Try and understand before you relinquish or, or you let out all of your anger. So, for instance, if your friend suddenly doesn't talk to you anymore because, um, you know, they, you've, you have been busy, mm-hmm. for instance, something like that. Be curious instead of being like, and that I didn't say a friend. Try and look internal. Okay, is there something that I can do to make this better? If there isn't anything else that you can do better, okay, be curious on why that person has maybe disappeared. Yeah, that's true. I think also with what you're saying, it's more of your you can't really control how people will act and yes. how they are, but you can control the way that you respond yes. to things and to relationships. And I think what what Aaron is really getting at is before you act on the other person, you have to act upon yourself yes. and start asking questions. I remember I I read this book by Andrew Matthews before when I was a kid and uh, the book is called Being Happy. One mm-hmm. of the best books I've ever um, read growing up. And one of the topics that he said was before re- reacting, you should ask questions. Yes. Because sometimes you read the situation with judgment already. Your your yes. judgment is clouded already. And you feel like some someone's getting mad at you or someone is fake or someone is trying to cheat you. Um, but in reality, they're not. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that you feel. And the, the only way that you can really um, figure out what's actually happening is if you start asking questions to yourself and eventually to that other yes. person also. Um, to jump off of that, I just finished reading a book. It's called uh, I Used to Be a Miserable F-Word by this guy named John Kim. Super good. He's called The Angry Therapist. If you are a guy that is listening to this, please read that book. It is so, so good. Mm-hmm. And he had this one uh, one line that I absolutely loved. And the, the whole curiosity judgment thing is also something that I borrowed from him. And what you were saying is do not react respond yes because when you respond there is time to sit down internalize think and then you will do something mm-hmm. you instead, process it first instead of a knee-jerk reaction don't be a jerk and respond mm. nice one instead of a knee-jerk don't be a jerk and respond yes. that's good and i think also with everything that's going on in this world right now it's easier for us to be either extreme say it's yes. either super emotionless 
or super emotional. Yes. And the way that you can really find that balance is if you first sit yourself down. You know, for me, I pray about it. I really think about it. Sometimes I write down my thoughts and process it on my own before I lay it down to another person. Yes. And this is all in assuming that there's actually nothing happening or if there is that you can actually take a step forward with grace and kindness yes with towards the other person and towards yourself also because you don't want to find yourself in an unnecessary position mm-hmm. of like fights yes or arguments yes. na pwede naman palang pinag-usapan ng maayos yes and that's what we were that that was kind of the idea of the topic that i had i mean it it's not okay find a fake friend and fight him yeah. or fight her. That's not what we're saying. It's, you know, know which ones are your true day ones. And then the other ones, you can compartmentalize. Be like, okay, this person reacts this way. And, okay, I, this is how I will respond to it. Mm-hmm. And not be like, okay, like pictures So, just, you know, react. Don't react, rather. Mm-hmm. Respond. And I think if you actually really care about the person that you think is your fake friend, mm. what you can do is to try and reach out to them. I okay. think that would be the, the second step. After mm. you process everything on your own and figure out what you're really going through, what the situation you're in, the second step, if you really think that this person is trying to te- cheat you or is being fake to you, is to kind of just talk to them. Yes. What, what, have, you, what have you done? Like, oh, I think about it. Because, like, I, we've all done the let go. The, yeah. okay, if it's mm. not a friend, you know, let go. What have you done? I actually sat one of my friends down and I I confronted her because, parang, we were supposed to do meeting. Ito, med, medyo parang very personal. Because there are mga parang small groups in church. Yes. Right? So, I'm supposed to be mentoring this person. And she's a friend of mine. And then all of a sudden, I kind of heard rumors from other friends na sinasabi niya that I'm not responsible mm-hmm. now. That I don't um, spend time with her. That I don't um, make an effort to really talk to her. And it was sad because I know to myself that I keep texting her. Tapos siya yung hindi nagre-reply. Okay. So, she doesn't reply. And then all of a sudden, she doesn't confront me with her with her bad trip pala towards me. Mm. She starts telling our other friends about it. Okay. So, the first thing that I really did was, yun, I asked the question. I, I, I didn't go like, hey, I heard you've been doing this and saying that to other people, blah, 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 blah. So, I just asked her na, is it true that you've been telling these people that I'm not responsible or Ooh. that I haven't been talking to you or haven't been um, doing my responsibility as a leader, ganyan. And syempre, there are many ways that that could turn yes. out. First, they could really deny of course. and lie to your face and be like, I didn't say such things. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can even show you receipts that I didn't say that. It was them. It was the people who you heard it from mm-hmm. that misinterpreted it, diba? Mm-hmm. Or even e- even if it didn't come from another person, kung ikaw lang yung may assumption na, sabi mo, hey, I feel like you're like this to me. They can literally say, that's just you. Feeling Ooh, mo lang yun. Yes, diba? Pwede yes. yun mangyari. But there could also be a good good response from that other person that they would say, you know what? Yeah, I mm. feel that you haven't been very yes. good to me. I feel like you haven't been responsible. And then you can actually have that conversation. Mm-hmm. In my case, what happened was she kept denying that she said those Ooh. things. So mm. we ended it in a manner that I, I just kind of went, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I know in my heart that I've, I've really been extending my hand mm. to try and connect with you but then parang yun na nga eh it 
it's really difficult because after, parang meron ng dent yung friendship. Yes. So it could really happen. Yeah, and okay, because it's no nobody will and to take from from your story, nobody will ever admit that they're the bad bad person in their own yeah. story. So. Uh, it's all about perception. No one is their own, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, like villain. I mean, yeah. so... Or critic. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I I think that it also depends on the tone. Yeah. If you're going to talk to that person. And I love that you're putting lip gloss <laughs> using... Ayan mo na. Ibang lang naman. Nadadry na yung lips ko namin natin sinasabi. Yeah, yeah it, it, if you're going to make that confrontation, use a tone that will not be... Perceived in a different way. Or be used against Be you. used against you in the court of law. <laughs> you know? Just uh, make it as, um, I guess, reconcilable tone uh-huh. as, it could, yeah. as it could be. Because if you're trying to deal with somebody that's passive-aggressive, coming in with a very aggressive tone or aggressive uh, use of words mm-hmm. will also set it off in a very bad way. That's true. And you don't want to be the one ayaw mo maging ikaw yung mga aggravate. Yes. You don't want to be the person that aggravates the situation yes. when it could have been dealt with with calm. Yes. With calmness, diba? And, and peace. Because if... I mean, we're so old. I mean, not old. We're not high, in high school anymore. Parang, Yon, medyo acceptable pa yung ganda. Ang ganda. Wala na tayo sa high school. Diba? Wala na tayo sa high school. Parang, acceptable yun kung high school pa kayo. Yes. Raging hormones and everything. And you just start bashing or hating on one another. Yes. I, I understand it. When you're younger, that really tends to happen. But one way that you can really figure out that you're starting to adult and you're starting to grow into a man or a woman of substance is when you start thinking with your head and your heart together. Yes. And not just your head, not just your heart. Yes. Because you have to be both empathetic but also intelligent in your arguments and be able to really reach out to that person but at the same time lay down what you're feeling and what you're thinking. Yes, right? I completely agree. Um, it should not be a battle between your heart and your mind whenever you're trying to confront somebody. It should be a negotiation between the two. Ah, Boom! Quotable yeah. quotes from Erin Natalia. Okay, so now we've kind of figured out how to deal with fake friends and um, how to... Spot them. Spot them. Some of them, yeah. How to respond yes. to them. But how about if this fake friend of yours is a client? Ooh. Or a boss. Ooh. Or like your best friend for the longest time and then all of a sudden she just has a paradigm shift of some sort Ooh. and she decides that you know what? I don't think you're cool enough to be my friend. Yon. But I'm gonna keep you. I'm gonna keep you because cause you know, tenure is king. Ooh, how wow. are you gonna deal with that, Deba? I I I don't know. Luckily for me, I haven't had to deal with that. Everyone that ha- who has been somebody that I worked with, like Joyce, or you know, um, anything like that, I've been able to to just compartmentalize, and you know, I don't have to deal with anything like that. Like mm-hmm. a boss that has been mean to me or anything. Um, I've had a, maybe one or two coworkers that I did not like and never name drop <laughs> name <laughs> drop. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 and okay. no, 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 Darn no, 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 no. This could have been just me No, <laughs> see, that's that's part of adulting. We don't do that anymore. We don't do that in. We don't do that in. Yes. Um, but if it was and it was a boss, man, those are the times that you just have to 
Suck it up. Suck it up. Like, forget it. it. If you don't have another job that's on the way, then, you know, put your head down and and keep going. Um, recently, I did have a, a, a little bit of a, I guess, not seeing eye to eye with, with a coworker. And it was, you know, mainly because of, of drive yeah. and, you know, I wanted to see more drive and I wasn't seeing it. And, um, after a while I, I kind of put it away. I was like, you know what? Never mind. It doesn't, it's not worth my energy. And then it came back even harder, like another time around. And I was just like, you know what? That's not my concern. It's not my problem. Um, if I can do my job and I can do my responsibilities without it, you know, with, without that person there and without that responsibility there, then I will do that. I will just take care of what I need to take care of, get in and out of work and, you know, be on my merry way. That's right. Stay on your lane and deliver. Yes. I think if you are dealing with a fake friend or a user friend, that was that person as your coworker or someone that you have to deal with on a regular basis and you actually love your job and you want to be able to do your job well, don't take it too personally. Yes. I know it can it can feel very personal like, because it is a personal matter, personal attack. Mm-hmm. Probably you feel like that way. But in different situations and different circumstances, you really just have to stay on your lane and do your job. And, I, and as long as this person is not blatantly keeping you from being able to deliver yes. in the way that you should be delivering in uh, the manner that you are expected yes. to, there's no reason for you to confront or be angry with this person Unless nga, meron ng, nagkaroon ng big problem na he's trying to uh, keep your projects yan, from you or nasisira yan. ka sa boss mo. Yes. There's no reason for you to do that if they're just kind of like, they're if you're yes. iffy lang about them. Yes. Diba? I think the, prob- the problem that most of us young people now have to deal with is sometimes we take things too personally. Yes, we do. We, we we get offended so easily and and sometimes for good reasons sometimes for not so good reasons and you really just have to look at it from an a long-term perspective mm-hmm. is this situation is this argument is this losing your job over this person just because you're uncomfortable around them is it worth it in the long run yes or is it something that could be reconciled and fixed without anyone having to really butt heads yes and if if you can do everything without even having to confront them if you can do your job you can complete your task and you can do everything that your boss asked you without having a confrontation Try that first mm-hmm. because that is something that will not cause any problems in the office dynamic and anything in the chemistry of of your team yeah. or something like that. But if you can't and you need to get that person, like if for instance you're on a project, tas then you really do need to call it out. And yeah. if if you do, make sure it's it's okay. It's we need to fix this because. We have to do this for our work. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's something that needs to be done. I think um, on a biblical perspective, there's a way to confront people in the Bible. Para okay. sabi yung one-on-one first. And if that person doesn't listen to you one-on-one, you bring two or three people with yes. you. After, if hindi pa rin sila nakikinig after that two or three people, and then you can bring it up to the leaders na. Ah, so when you okay. think about it, parang for work, I would also think of it that way. Yes. If I have, for example, if Aaron and I were still working together in the radio station, and I have a problem with Aaron, the first thing that I would really do is first, syempre, deal with it on my own, yes. and really figure out what's what's been happening, what's what the situation 
situation is. Second, I talk to Aaron. Mm-hmm. I confront him and I lay down the things that I have a problem with, especially if it's related with work, that I can't do my job because of the way that he yes. is. And then if it if it works out, then good. Tapos mm-hmm. na yung issue. But if it still keeps recurring, then you can actually bring it up to management yes. or to your, to your team lead or you know to the to your professor or whoever mm-hmm. is on top of both of you guys yes. that could really manage and lead you both because that is what is most important when you are adulting is that there still needs to be results i uh-huh. mean there part of of adulting is you have to have a job and yes. i mean when you do have a job you need to do your job and if there's something that's getting in the way like dynamic with somebody at work or dynamic with somebody in you know your department or something like that it needs to be dealt with and i think also Ang hirap kasi sometimes you you kind of feel like uh, it's so close to your heart so you just want to jump the gun mm. and and go on an argument but but really part of adulting is putting your emotions aside yes. and being result oriented as Aaron said and kind of just dealing with things head on mm-hmm. with, with the most optimal process yes but if it again if it gets too toxic do something about it mm. Nicely done. Nicely done. Nicely done. I mean, I'm sure there are many other ways to of deal course. with of fake course. friends. And and we know that this is the more <laughs> diplomatic way. Yes. This is the most ideal way to go about it. But obviously, I think the most important thing that Aaron and I would like to impart and, and kind of remind everyone is when you are growing up, when you are adulting, you will deal with all sorts of people. Oh, definitely. And by all sorts of people, we mean that you also will have to deal with fake people, with yes. people who will try to get the best of you, mm-hmm. who will try to cheat you, who will try to take advantage mm-hmm. of you. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you always have to address conflict yes. or to jump into conflict. Mm-hmm. There are many, there are a hundred ways to deal with situations and there are a hundred ways to be smart about it. Yes, and there are a hundred different situations. Mm-hmm. Not all not all of these uh, fake friends or, or colleagues that you're going to have that are, you know, toxic towards you are, it's all the same. It's yeah. going to ha- all have different repercussions and all of that. So really just sit back and w- go back to where we were talking about at the start of it. Don't react Respond. Yeah. Internalize. See all the different possible outcomes that can come out of doing different d- different uh, ways of tackling the situation. And then you tackle it in the best way possible. And lastly, also, I think I'd like to remind everyone to kind of think also to yourself. Sometimes because I feel, me personally, that we tend to be entitled. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel entitled yes. sometimes for people to treat me a certain mm-hmm. way. For people to be nicer to me, to be more polite, yes. to be more sincere to me. But I've realized growing up that nobody is entitled to that. I mean, obviously, it's common human decency. Yes. But when you really think about it, there will be people who aren't sincere mm-hmm. and who aren't polite and who aren't nice. Yes. And although we feel like we're they're supposed to be nice to us because that's the right yes. way to go about things, um, some people just don't look at it that mm-hmm. way. Some people are just straight on business. I don't care about how you feel. Yep. As long as I deliver my work and you deliver yours, I don't care about you. And... Part of growing up is just dealing with that. Mm-hmm. You really will encounter people who aren't nice and who aren't your type of people. But at the end of the day, it's really the way that you respond to situations and to people that matters most and not how people treat you. Yes, the world does not owe you anything. Yes, and unless naman syempre, this is of course aside the legal stuff or yung mga talagang grave things that are going against you. Halimbawa kung binablasphem ka or hindi, talagang pinapahirapan ka na nila. Then, you know, obviously take that to authorities. Of course. But 
if it's just relational problems, I, I, I don't think anyone's entitled to anyone. No, and that's why we go back to it again. Forget the outside forces, the exterior forces. Mm-hmm. Deal with it internally. Again, if you can deal with everything on your own without having the the outside factors come in, that's what you can control. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you should tackle it. But we would also advise, what would your advice be, lastly, before we wrap up this episode, um, what would your advice be to to people, especially to young adults who are starting their careers now or who are in difficult career paths or in different uh, different situations, how should you conduct yourself in difficult situations? Always smile. <laughs> I mean, if the world the world does not owe you anything, the world does not owe you to be nice, mm-hmm. but you kind of owe the world to be nice. That's true. And if you can give, do that and you're nice to people and people are mean to you, then at least you did your part. That's true. I think I, I concur. I hashtag yeah. copy paste. Yes. I concur with that. Um, at the end of the day, you know, there are really different people that we will encounter yeah. on, on a daily basis, whether it's personal or professional. But what you can control is the way that you conduct yourself, yeah. the, the way that you extend love and grace to other people. And it's true. I read somewhere na parang give more than what you're paid for. And yes. eventually one day you will be paid for more than what you give. Yes. And that's how I conduct myself. And it really has helped me to grow into a person that empathizes and sympathizes with people. And at the same time, is hindi na ako masyadong affected with mm-hmm. how people are. Kasi parang ako, alam ko naman kung ano yung dapat kong gawin eh. Hayaan mo na sila. Yes. Hayaan mo sila. Naman, naman, naman na. Yeah, we're not gonna end the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm... I'm yeah. Thank you for listening to Adulting with Joy Spring. This is episode 12. Yeah, let's end with that. Thank you very much. Oh Thank goodness. you, Erin Tide, for dropping your nuggets, actually your boulders of boulders. wisdom boulders. on the podcast. If you like this episode, please don't forget to share it with your friends and the people that you love. Hashtag it, Adulting with Joy Spring. Follow him and yes. check him out. He's on TV. I am. Oh. No. I think somebody was calling you. Oh, there you go. Ending. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, follow Erin Atide. Yes, at Erin Atide. Please do so and listen to all her podcasts. It's it's really good. It's Thank you of, very much. I'll see you guys soon. <laughs>